Hi everyone, Dr. Margaret Paul here, and I would like to talk today about why learning to love yourself can not only heal your relationships, but can help you to find the relationship you want, create the loving relationship you want, and sustain it. So most people enter relationships with two bottom line fears. One is the fear of rejection, of losing the other person. And the other is the fear of losing yourself, the fear of being engulfed by the other person. So I'd like you to ask yourself some questions here. Do you consistently pick unavailable people? I work with a lot of people that tell me over and over again, it, it, it's the same story where they, they get into a relationship, they think they're madly in love, and then they discover that this person is just not available. Well, one of the reasons that this happens over and over again is because you're not actually available. You might think you are, that you really do want a relationship, and, and likely you do, but you might not really be available to a committed relationship because of your fears of rejection or your fears of engulfment. And these two are tied in because we don't give ourselves up um, unless we're afraid of rejection. We, we lose ourselves in a relationship. We comply. We let ourselves be controlled in order to avoid rejection. So these two fears of rejection and engulfment are tied in. And sometimes these fears are very, very big. And so one way of not having to deal with it is to pick an unavailable partner. And then you can say, oh, you know, I'm available, but um, every, you know, I always end up with these people that are not. Well, like I said, there's a good reason for that. It's because your fears are getting in the way of, of really wanting, deeply wanting a committed relationship. Do you often find yourself being anxious and needy in, in relationships? And so uh, this is an anxious relationship style that comes from self-abandonment. It comes from not loving yourself. And basically what you're doing is, is you're handing away to the other person the responsibility for your sense of worth, your sense of safety, your feeling validated and lovable. And so if that person is not available, you're going to feel anxious and needy. And so very often um, a person on the anxious end um, of a relationship picks somebody who's on the avoidant end and then they get more and more anxious and they get more and more needy and the more anxious and needy they get, the more the person on the avoidant end gets scared of being engulfed and pulls away. And so it's a vicious circle that doesn't work. And the reason you're anxious and needy is because you're not loving yourself. You haven't learned how to love yourself. You're, you're abandoning yourself by, by not taking responsibility for your own feelings of worth and safety, by judging yourself, um, by turning to various addictions, numbing out your feelings, avoiding your feelings, by making others responsible, which is what creates the neediness in the relationship. Do you sometimes find yourself getting attracted to a person and as soon as they're interested in you, you withdraw? Well, that's the avoidance style. That means that you're 
you're really afraid of losing yourself within the relationship. So you you get attracted to somebody and you 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 come on strong and you feel like, oh wow, you know, maybe this is the person for me. But as soon as they move towards you, you get scared. Suddenly you're not in love anymore. Suddenly they don't seem so attractive to you. And that's because your fear of engulfment has kicked in. And that fear is there because you have not learned to love yourself. You haven't developed a loving adult. Whether you're on the anxious or avoidant end, you haven't developed a loving adult. Because what the loving adult does, and this is what we call in inner bonding, the part of us that learns to take responsibility for ourselves, the loving adult sets limits against engulfment, um, doesn't give ourselves up, and also doesn't take rejection so personally. And so that when we're loving ourselves, we're, we're filling ourselves up with love. We're not coming from a needy place. Um, there, there's, there's just a huge difference between wanting to be in a relationship to get love and wanting to be in a relationship to share love. And the only way that you can share love is when you're actually loving yourself and learning to fill yourself up with love. Now, a lot of people that I work with say they have a hard time meeting people they want to date. My experience is that we we attract people at our common level of woundedness or our common level of health. And so the more you learn to love yourself, to value yourself, to create an inner sense of safety, to learn to connect to your higher guidance, which is what you're going to learn if you learn and practice inner bonding, and and truly define your own essence, your own soul, the more secure you feel. And so then, then you're operating out of a secure place in relationships, and you're much more likely to attract another secure person. When, when you're needy and you're likely to give yourself up, um, you're going to attract people who are either on the narcissistic end or the caretaking end. Um, these are dysfunctional relationships. These are codependent relationships that aren't going to work well. And so again, we attract at our common frequency. When we're abandoning ourselves, we're operating at a low frequency. But when we're truly loving ourselves, we're operating at a high frequency. And that draws in the kind of people that are also operating at a high frequency, that are also taking loving care of themselves, and that are operating from a secure place rather than an anxious or avoidant place. So if you're already in a relationship... Just think about this for a minute. Is there is there a distance between you? Do you hardly ever make love? Do you fight a lot and are unable to resolve arguments? Are you lonely in your relationship? Are you bored with each other? Do you feel that you have to give yourself up to avoid conflict? These are a lot of the things that often occur in codependent relationships where people are abandoning themselves. There's no way to feel intimate and close when when you're ignoring your own feelings, you're judging yourself, you're making the other responsible, you're numbing out with addictions. There's just no way to create a circle of love. A circle of love occurs when 
you're taking responsibility for yourself, which you learn to do in the practice of inner bonding. You're filling yourself up with love. Your heart is open. And the other person is doing the same thing, and their heart is open. And then you create a very safe and wonderful, exciting, connected circle of love with each other. But when you're abandoning yourself, you're not in your heart. You're in your head. And you might be able to connect intellectually, but that can get, that doesn't feel intimate, and that can get very boring. That can feel lonely. And so the way that people don't feel lonely in long-term relationships is they learn to be in their heart. And, and the way that they're in their heart is by learning to love themselves. And this is, this is why it's so important to learn to love yourself. There's just no way to have a truly intimate, loving relationship where you're not losing yourself, where you're not feeling anxious, you're not giving yourself up, you're not fearing rejection, you're not fearing conflict. Um, there's just no way to be in that unless you develop a loving adult, which is what happens when you practice inner bonding and you learn to love yourself. So those of you that don't yet practice inner bonding, please go to innerbonding.com and take our free inner bonding course and start to practice learning to love yourself. This really is what heals relationships. I've been working with relationships for 52 years and I have seen over and over that even relationships that are very distant, where people haven't made love in a long time and and where they, they're you know fighting or, or they're just bored with each other, they're just uh, numbed out to each other. Um, I've seen these relationships heal when each person is really devoted to practicing inner bonding and learning to love themselves rather than continuing to abandon themselves. So what loving yourself does for you is it develops that loving adult self, that, that part of you that, that lives in your heart, not in your head, and that's capable of not taking rejection personally and capable of setting limits against rejection, capable of not uh, setting limits against engulfment, against losing yourself, capable of, of um, really taking loving care of yourself in the face of conflict. The loving adult learns to trust yourself, learns to trust your intuition of who's a loving person and who isn't, who's open to learning and who isn't. Lots of times my clients say, I, I just seem to attract self-centered or narcissistic people. And again, that's because you're probably on the caretaking end of a relationship system. And caretakers attract narcissists, and narcissists attract caretakers. And again, that's a codependent system that doesn't work. When you learn to love yourself, you don't take responsibility for others' feelings. You learn to take responsibility for your own feelings, keep your own heart open so that you can share love. And you also learn to discern who is really open, who is taking responsibility for their feelings. As many of you know, one of the basic tenets of inner bonding is the concept of intention. That at any given moment, you're either open to learning about loving yourself, or your intention is to have control over getting love and avoiding pain. 
as you develop your loving adult, you become so much more discerning about who is really open to learning and who may be just acting open to learning because people can certainly act open and yet um, when it comes to conflict they may not be open at all or they may be closed at the beginning but eventually they open but those people who are actually closed they just don't open they just get angry they withdraw they never deal with it they never get back to the issue so we don't really know somebody until we have conflict and we see what they do in conflict. But when people are learning to love themselves, they're not afraid of conflict. They're not afraid of opening and learning about themselves and learning about each other. And this is what creates resolution in conflict. Resolution occurs when both people are open to learning and they want to learn about themselves, what they're doing, what their part is. Um, there's always a system. We always have our part. And they want to learn about the very good reasons the other person has for feeling and behaving the way they are. And so it, it's an openness. That kind of openness to learning creates that, that heart connection where that, that's one of the things that leads to relationships not being boring because when you're open to learning in conflict, you learn new things about yourself and you learn new things about your partner. And that newness uh, is what keeps the relationship alive. It's not boring when you're learning about yourself and you're learning about the other. Relationships get boring when people are just stuck. Stuck in their head, stuck in their wounded selves, stuck protecting themselves, stuck trying to control each other to get love and avoid pain. That creates a very distant and boring relationship. And one of the things that happens as you practice inner bonding and learn to love yourself is you truly learn to connect with your higher source of guidance, which helps you to understand who you really are in your soul. When you get who you are inside, your true self, not, not your ego-wounded self, that's not who you really are, but your true soul self, when you get how incredible you are, how amazing you are, then you're not going to want to give yourself up. You're not going to want to make other people responsible for you. You're not going to be so afraid of rejection because you're not rejecting yourself. When you're trying to get love, when you make other people responsible for loving you, validating you, seeing you, you're actually rejecting yourself. So right off the bat, you're going to feel scared. You're going to feel bad. You're going to feel anxious because you're rejecting yourself. But when you learn to love yourself, when you learn to show up for yourself, speak your truth, listen to your inner self, listen to your feelings, uh, trust your intuition, trust your higher guidance, you start to really value yourself. You don't want to give yourself up. You start to really see how amazing you are. And that's when you're capable of sharing love rather than always trying to get love or get approval or get validation. So here's what happens in relationships when you learn to love yourself. So like I said, you become able to share love rather than always trying to get love or avoid rejection and engulfment. And sharing love is truly the greatest experience in life. 
It's a wonderful experience when we learn to love ourselves. I, I didn't believe that learning to love myself was going to feel so great because I was always trying to get approval and I thought getting somebody else's love was what would really do it for me. But as I started to learn to love myself, that's when I started to feel happy and joyful. But then when I became able to share love, I realized, wow, that's what life is really about. But we can't share love if we're empty. We can't share love if we're abandoning ourselves. And so when we practice inner bonding, when we develop our loving adult, when we learn to love ourselves, we get filled up with love to share. And then we get to have the most wonderful experience in our relationships. We get to have fun. We get to play. We get to laugh. There's passion. There's vitality. There's aliveness. You're able to stay open to learning, even in conflict. Instead of trying to have control, or you're always trying to be right, or always trying not to be wrong. Your, your relationship is warm and affectionate and, and sexual when, um, when you're loving yourself and when both of you are loving yourself. And you're, you're, you're just not needy. That neediness, that emptiness isn't there anymore. So and, and you're truly able to support each other. We're not islands. We're, we're, we're social beings. And as social beings, we want to be with other people. Um, be, being alone is not the goal here. Just because you learn to love yourself doesn't mean that, that you just want to be alone. No, you, you love yourself so that you can learn to share your love with others. And part of the joy of being in a relationship is not only sharing love, but supporting each other, knowing that your partner has your back and you have their back. This, this creates a lot of sense of safety. We're responsible for creating safety on the inner level, which happens as we learn to love ourselves. But we also are responsible for creating safety in a relationship, a safe relationship space. And that occurs... When we're open to learning with ourselves, with each other, when we resolve conflict from a learning space, when we support each other in each other's, in our own and each other's highest good, um, when we're sharing love, that's what creates a safe relationship space where we're not afraid to speak our truth. We're not afraid to say what's really going on. We're not afraid to have conflict because we know that that's going to be an opportunity for us to learn. And that's what happens when both people are open to learning and learning to love themselves. Now, sometimes I work with people where only one person is uh, practicing inner bonding. One person is learning to take responsibility for their feelings. But very often when one person is doing it, the whole system changes. Because if you've been in a system where you're anxious and you're needy and the other person is resistant, withdrawn, and avoidant, um, when you're no longer needy or you're no longer resistant, that, that changes the whole system. So even if one person does their inner work of learning to love themselves and learning to share their love, very often the other person will shift 
and the relationship will become a lot more loving. And the other person might even be interested in learning inner bonding because they see that that their partner is is doing so much better, is feeling happier and more peaceful, isn't resistant, isn't withdrawn, isn't angry, isn't feeling needy and anxious, isn't depressed. And so they get impressed and they say, wow, you know, whatever you're doing, I want to do. Sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't. But even if it doesn't, the system can change. When one person changes, the whole system changes. So, I mean, obviously it's ideal if both people are learning and practicing inner bonding. Um, one of the ways that, that the two of you can do this together is to take my relationship course, Wildly, Deeply, Joyously in Love, which you can find on the Inner Bonding website. It's a really great relationship course to take together. Uh, you can do it at your own pace. Um, it will help you become aware of the various ways that you're trying to control each other, that you're trying to avoid being controlled. Um, it will help you be present in your heart and learn to share love with each other. So I really hope that you take advantage of the resources we have at innerbonding.com. The free course, the many articles on inner bonding and on relationships, the whole section uh, of free help. There's so much available for you to learn how to love yourself.